0: Hey, thanks so much for listening to Hometown Stories. It means a lot to us. If you like what you hear, we'd love it if you shared us with a friend, left us a review, or subscribed to Hometown Stories. That way, you basically get first dibs as soon as we release a new episode. You can also email us at hometownstories at wdbj7.com. We'd love to hear your hometown story. Okay, now let's get back to the episode.
1: It's your to D. Martini. Swung on
0: and lifted high in the mirror.
2: Deep right field and it's
0: This is a story about a baseball team.
3: This type of season opens people's eyes.
0: A baseball team that played better than it ever has. The Hokies have
2: done it for the first time in program history.
0: And then lost.
4: I'm going to speak for us and say that this sucks pretty bad.
2: It's, it stinks right now, but eventually, they will look back on this very, very fondly.
0: In this episode of Hometown Stories, we take you to Blacksburg, Virginia, where this underdog team is proving that some wins, don't show up on the scoreboard.
1: So it's cool to see these guys putting on that jersey representing that team and giving everybody around here something to believe in and something to rally behind.
0: I recently popped my head into the WDBJ 7 sports office to check in with sports reporter and anchor and friend Anthony Romano.
3: Older leave the mic there.
0: We had just a couple minutes to catch up. His spring has been busy.
3: Well, we joke, you know, Travis and I joke in the sports office all the time that, you know, usually by June, we can start taking time off. Uh, We, you know, June and July are sort of our down months in the sports office where, okay, we got vacation time to burn because we didn't take any from August through March, so you know, let's let's you know line up some vacation days so we can both get some time off.
0: But this season, there has been no time off for Anthony or Sports Director Travis Wells. Virginia Tech has been keeping them on their toes.
3: We're not used to doing this into mid and late June. Uh, This this is it's it's fun to be able to to after basketball ends, keep going with softball and with baseball. And all pretty much year-round it, it's become what are the hokies up to? And 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 that's really cool. And they're they're becoming relevant in multiple areas on a national stage, which is very impressive.
0: So I'll just be really frank at this point. I don't really speak sports. You know, I've got a, a casual interest in impressive storylines, and I certainly respect the passions and the talents of people who pursue and follow sports, but you know, it's just not my thing. However. I couldn't not be engaged when the Virginia Tech baseball team started making history, recently playing in their very first Super Regional at home in Blacksburg, Virginia.
3: Now at the Toyota Sports Desk, here's WDBJ7's Anthony Romano.
0: Day three of NCAA
3: regional weekend has come and gone, and the Virginia Tech baseball team had a chance to punch its ticket to Supers with one more tonight against Columbia. It's a lot
1: of fun to walk around and be like, hey, you following the baseball team? They're like, yeah, it's been a lot of fun compared to, no, didn't even know we had one.
0: Enter WDBJ7 reporter and Virginia Tech alum, Andrew Webb. He lives in Blacksburg, and he has seen how students and alumni and businesses have been rallying around these guys. Let's go! Hokies! They've been playing to packed stands and sold out games.
4: Looking forward to bringing the energy and hopefully carrying that into the entire weekend for the regional. Every time anything happens, we're going to be going absolutely crazy. I'm really excited to see the entire, um, the entire stadium, Maroon and Orange. We haven't been here in a while um, and we don't have a national championship. So hopefully this is the road to it. So that's why we're here.
0: But how does that compare with maybe the community's connection with the baseball team in the last couple of years?
1: <laughs> we Our games would be free and you still couldn't get anybody to come. <laughs>
0: Andrew also played for the Hokies while at Virginia Tech. He was a catcher, and actually he was once named Virginia Tech Athlete of the Week. He says it was a dream come true, all while acknowledging that the path to collegiate play is paved with dedication.
1: A lot of hard work and a lot of time put into a sport. I mean, missing birthday parties growing up, missing sleepovers, having to go play all over the place at 8 o'clock in the morning, random times, things like that. So it was a, a lot of work put in, but well worth it.
0: He has been excited to watch this team, all while knowing the kind of sweat equity it takes to have this kind of season.
1: It's just really cool to see all of Southwest Virginia, all of Blacksburg, this entire state really come together and rally behind these 35 guys who (laughs) come here to play baseball for four years and, and go on with life. But for so many around here, this Virginia Tech Athletics is their life. So it's cool to see these guys putting on that jersey, representing that team and giving everybody around here something to believe in and something to rally behind.
0: Do you think that kind of like people need that right now?
1: I would say so. I mean, you maybe look for something deeper, but I'm just going to say just because the football team has been in shambles for the last couple of years that (laughs) people need something to be excited about around here. And this, this softball and basketball winning the ACC championship this year are all three things that, Tech fans can hold their heads high about this year.
0: So what made this season such a memorable one, even for the most casual observers of Hokie baseball?
3: They didn't get off to a great start in conference play. They lost their first series. I believe they were swept by Georgia Tech in their first ACC series. And then they lost their first game against Pitt in the second ACC series. And so at that time, UVA was like the big team here in the commonwealth. They were they were the the high-profile baseball team in Tech It was like, all right, how, how's the season gonna go? And then they just continued to rattle off every weekend. It seemed like, all right, they're winning two or three, they sweep here. And then they, they took a series against Miami, who I believe at the time was number two overall in the country uh, in Blacksburg. They won that series and that's when it started to get like, okay, they they just beat the number two team in the country. They're, they're pretty good.
0: And that that became a big deal for Hokie sports, especially considering it wasn't a great year for football.
3: You know, I saw a stat the other day, Liana. It said that Virginia Tech is the only FBS, which is a football term. It's it's basically the the upper level of Division I football teams. The only FBS program in the country that sent eight different teams to the postseason this year. Only team in the country that sent eight teams to the postseason. Regardless of, of what... Tech baseball accomplished or, or, or maybe fell short of, this was still a phenomenal year, not only for that team, but when you go down the line and considering that football pretty much had a down year by anybody's standards for Virginia Tech, every other sport brought it this year.
0: What has been Coach Chef's mentality, you know, throughout this season you think that has, you know, has he been making any promises that you've seen him deliver on?
3: Well, John Chef is, is, such a mild-mannered guy, you know. We we sometimes laugh when listening back to his his press conferences and interviews. Like he just kind of rolls with it. He just kind of goes with the flow. He he doesn't make you know grandiose statements and promises. He just says, "Hey,
2: our guys are good." My message to our guys yesterday was, "You don't really have to do anything more than you've already done." You know, you, you don't have to throw a better slider or hit
0: a ball hard. For the first time in thirteen years. Tech would host the NCAA Regional. Sophomore catcher Cade Hunter didn't take that for granted, especially after COVID and a broken hand, sidelined much of his early career with the team.
4: I've been smelling the roses ever since the first game. Um, you know, after going down last year, it was really hard to watch, especially how the back end of the year ended up. Um, but for me, I've just I've just been grateful, you know, just being able to go out there and do what I do with a bunch of guys I enjoy playing with.
3: They don't brag. They, they basically... They know they're good. Uh, you know, they say we stick to our game plan and, you know, we, we, we try to get to the opposing team's bullpen and get to some of those middle relievers and and, and that, that's kind of their mentality. They know if one guy strikes out or maybe, you know, doesn't get the runner in, the next guy and the guy after him and the guy after him have, have as good a chance as you to do the job.
0: You know, humble as Anthony says they were, they weren't just good. They were historically good, especially for a school not typically known for baseball. Because
3: Let's be honest, I mean, in this state, it's been Virginia that's been the baseball program over the last decade plus.
0: But Tech kept at it. And by Friday night of the regional, they had held the line, defeating Wright State 15-9. to
3: Hokies throttled the Lions last night, who then beat Zaga earlier today, but Tech picked up right where it left off as Tanner Shovel makes an early statement with a two-run first-inning bomb to left. Hokies led it 2 nothing.
0: Sophomore center fielder Gavin Cross knew how big it was to be in the midst of a historic opportunity.
4: We worked so hard for this through the whole year, and, and we, we love each other as teammates, and if we want to continue to play together, that means we got to win.
0: And together, for the first time ever, they did it. They won the NCAA regional with a 7-2 win over Columbia.
4: First pitch from the White, swung out, and grabbed in the first, off, off by Bennington, he races to the back, gets it ball, and there The Hopkins have done it for the first time in program, history.
1: Virginia
3: Tech. And then you just got to put in perspective, Virginia Tech has never won a team championship in any sport. And all of a sudden Hokies fans are just rabid for the possibility that is this finally the time that we're going to see a Virginia Tech team hoist a trophy?
0: And it wasn't just the players and the coaching staff getting swept up into the feverish belief in a first-of-its-kind opportunity. Scoreboard flashes two, two balls, two strikes, two outs. Runners on the corners. From the stands at English Field comes the voice of Evan Hughes, a recent Tech graduate turned play-by-play announcer for baseball and women's basketball.
1: To and in Deep field,
2: and it's gone!
0: That call, captured in the booth by George Fladeland, made the rounds on social media the weekend of the regional. Andrew caught up with Evan, who was... Caught up in the frenzy of a never-before-seen postseason, job,
4: and it has been the most fun almost 12 months uh, I've ever. I could not have asked for a better start to my professional career than the one I've had this year. I've been really lucky
0: for Evan, a lifelong Hokie fan, calling the ballpark his office is something special.
1: He's more proud to be able to represent a team going this far compared to representing himself with that call. Like if 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 that guy didn't hit a home run, he wouldn't have the chance to do that
4: working in sports it's a treat it's a privilege and uh, i just feel really lucky to get to cover this team that is going to go down in my opinion as the best team in program history when it's all said and done i feel like i have a duty to bring the Hokies to life every day and do the best job possible
0: and it's not just the folks making and calling the plays who helped get the Hokies to the super regional There is so much work that goes on behind the scenes, preparing everything from the field to the locker room. It's a team effort.
4: I just love baseball. Um, We're really good, so that makes it ten times more fun.
0: Luke Bruchard is a freshman baseball manager. He's tasked with all the things that make practices and game days run smoothly for the home team and their opponent, including all the little things that end up kind of being big things, like laundry.
2: Right now, we
4: have about five different uniform combos. We can switch it up with some pants and change it up a little bit.
0: Assistant Director of Equipment Daniel Mervos says, whatever the guys need, new socks, different pants, fresh cleats, his team of managers is there to make it happen. And he loves being around the energy the players and the staff bring back to the locker room.
2: Third part of the job is working with the guys. So you get to get to like still be young while watching it.
0: Out in the parking lot of English Field, all those fans Andrew was talking about are tailgating. Students, Blacksburg natives, and of course the families, cheering their team on all the way.
4: All of our boys play here at Tech, and uh, you know we have a lot of supporting uh, members or our families that come to, grandmas and grandpas, and aunts and uncles, and and things like that. And uh, you know we just we put out a Tech string uh, each week, and it's grown. Tommy DiMartini
0: is the father of infielder. Carson Demartini.
4: I, I don't think I can even explain how proud I am of him. You know, he's put in so much work and they all have. I mean, all of these boys to get to this level, uh, you know, a lot of it obviously is natural ability, but you know, you have to have the work ethic behind it. And, and, you know, just personally, my son Carson, he's just worked his tail off to get here. And, you know, it's it's really exciting. And, and I know it's, I speak for probably all, this, all the parents when I say that they their boys did the same.
0: Demartini was back in the stands the weekend after the regional, as Tech hosted and played in the Super Regional, another first for this team. And that dangling carrot became a chance to play in the College World Series in Omaha, Nebraska. An opportunity almost unthinkable during the height of COVID, where Coach Chef told Anthony there were players on this team who didn't even know one another.
3: But the guy playing left field didn't know the relief pitcher coming in to pitch the, the sixth inning. Um, so he said that, that the chemistry and, and the bond amongst the teammates has, has dramatically changed over the last couple of years just because there, there wasn't any sort of consistency um, or the level of camaraderie that you would expect from a, a baseball team that spent so much time together. It just wasn't happening you know, when we were in the heat of the pandemic.
0: So nine years since the last time this team was even in the postseason and they're heading into a super regional. Fans are rabid, players are ready, and Anthony was watching closely.
3: Jordan Gieber was on the bump for the Hokies in their biggest game of this season, and he ran into trouble in the first two solo shots, including this one off the bat of Tanner Treadaway. OU led 2-0 right out of the gates. Tech had an answer though. Bottom third,
0: Carson. From there, it really became a roller coaster of a weekend. Folks like Carson's dad and Daniel Mervos and the Hokie community were holding on as the boys rallied, but ultimately they couldn't make it happen. They lost that first game to Oklahoma five to four. But it was a best of three series, and it wasn't even close to being over. Hokies took game two on Saturday with a 14 to 8 win. But come Sunday, what could have been? One of the greatest triumphs in Hokie history was not to be. Oklahoma took the W and the slot in Omaha.
2: I just really thank our players. Like our, I'm, I just I don't even really know, even know what to say about this group of guys. I've been around some pretty good teams, at, you know, over the years, and every every team is somewhat is special in their own way. This one. I got a real problem with what with, with this season ending. I, I, eventually it ends, I get that, but this group of guys is a very special group of guys. Um, not necessarily just how they play the game, but who they are, and they've really kind of um, given me a good, eh, maybe just changed me a little bit as a coach as far as how I go about things and how I, how, I, uh, how I handle young players.
0: Kate Hunter was pretty frank about the disappointment they were feeling after the game.
2: I'm going to speak for
4: us and say that this sucks pretty bad. Um, We didn't get it done on offense today and that's pretty much the moral of the story. Not too much to be happy about, but we can still celebrate the season and what we did together.
0: What they did together by all accounts, was nothing short of a truly memorable milestone for the Hokies. Not just for the scores, but for those new heights they reached together, the communities, renewed sense of pride, and the memories they made with each other.
4: Um, Yeah, I mean, just going to remember the success we've had. I'll never forget any of these guys. I'll be in contact with all of them for the rest of my life. Most of them are probably going to be at my wedding. I mean, you can't can't really get that opportunity with a group of people other than this, so it's, it's been awesome.
0: From one former player to another, Andrew says there is still so much to be proud of.
1: You've already set a program record going as far as you have. This is the first time that you've ever even reached a, a Super Regional. You've put Tech Baseball on the map at this point, there's nothing to hang your heads about. I mean, it's, it's a long season. You played well for that long, so what? Things didn't necessarily come out your way. But on the bright side, you come back next year, return a good amount of guys, and the whole country will be on the lookout for Virginia Tech baseball
3: again. All you're doing is giving your program more and more attention and publicity. And people watch, and they say, hey, I want to go play at Virginia Tech. This type of season opens people's eyes.
0: Anything can happen.
3: Anything can happen. That's why this time of year is so fun.
0: Congratulations to the Hokies and to the teams who will duke it out in Omaha. It has been an exciting season. All right, so my first foray into sports podcasting. What do you think? Drop us a line at hometownstories at WDBJ7.com. We'd love to hear from you. Hometown Stories is a production of WDBJ7 in Roanoke, Virginia. This episode was produced by me, Leanna Scaccetti, and edited by Ben Raquelmi. We'll see you next time.
3: Hometown Stories is sponsored by Little Green Hive, because coffee is personal. Locations in downtown Roanoke, Daleville, and Grandin.